0: I want to welcome you to the ELF 252 pod. 52 is it's simply Luke 252. And uh, it has to do with uh, how Jesus uh, grew mentally, physically, spiritually and relationally. Uh, I'm Ronnie Morris, the Arkansas district superintendent. And we have been doing some podcasts through the year. And today is uh, our after basically our summer break. We have a new podcast and uh, we are doing a new connect ministry opportunity for uh, specifically lead pastors wives. And you should be getting some information uh, through the emails and other uh, social media platforms. Uh, today, we we want to welcome two of our own. We're excited about having uh, Dorinda Bland. She's the pastor's wife at Searcy First. Uh, her husband, Rusty, is our assistant superintendent. And also on the uh, program today is Kim Overstreet. Her husband is David, and they pastor Whitney Lane, and David is our adult ministries director. Uh, we're so uh, honor to, to have them. This is uh, really one of the, I think, first spe- uh, sp- uh, specific ministries that we have targeted. Um, I don't know if we've ever targeted in the district. Um, so uh, we we really are thankful for uh, basically the vision that um, Dorinda shared with me uh, just probably a couple of months ago, and we were excited uh, when all this came together. Uh, Dorinda, let me, let me just start off and, and, and ask about the book Zoom. You know, we have book Zooms with uh, some of our lead pastors, um, and it's gone well. Myself and also um, Pastor Rusty, yeah, we're doing a book Zoom, have been doing it for uh, since the beginning of the year. Uh, So uh, we just kind of did an offtake of that for this ministry. Uh, So, Dorinda, what are are some of the goals for the Book Zoo?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, Pastor Ronnie, and your sweet wife, Sister Diana, for investing in the wives of the lead pastors. This is something that we have just... Kim and I were sitting here talking and we're like, this is, this is neat. This is, this is something that we are appreciative. And I want to say that sister Diana is a role model to me personally of how to place priority of her marriage and family above ministry. And I, I just, we love you guys and thank y'all so much for this. So the goals of the book, Zoom, um, a place of prayer support for pastors wives Um that ladies would make connections, build relationships. Sometimes we kind of get in our own little bubble and, you know, you tend to keep day after day after day, every the responsibilities come, that this, this is maybe a way that we can build relationships, a place to find encouragement and a place to find resources and information. So that's kind of our goals,
0: I think. Yes. Well, um, you know, I, I think that, you um, you you know that uh, being a pastor's wife uh, can be a lonely place. Um, yes. And when we talk about pastors' wives, we uh, the, the the that that role has I think taken on a completely different look over. You know, it's it's just over the years it's taken on. on I, I think, in, and probably more pressure, uh, in, in a sense. Um, and uh, this is the reason I believe it was in your heart to uh, to do this. Is um, and and it's a part of of um, you know our values as the district, uh, and and that is uh, from a relational standpoint is to. Uh, you know, some of these pastors' wives—they're—they're they're not only doing ministry alongside their husband; they're also, um, you know, they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're very protective. They're—they um, know what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, they're taking all of that. They're, you know, they're out there. Uh, also, many of them are in the, you know, in the world of um, doing uh, a secular world and. So uh, I think something like this has, um, is is going to be a great tool. So uh, one of the things that I, I believe that you have how you organize this because of pastors' wives being in uh, the workforce. Tell 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 us what you're doing, Dorinda, on uh, making this opportunity available both for the. Um, maybe the pastor's wife who is working a full-time job and then for the pastor's wives who are actually engaged in ministry or those that are just, you know, trying to raise their families. What, what well,
1: okay. So we're going to offer it two times and we're the first, the initial book zoom will be Tuesday, September the 13th. And um, we're going to offer one at 10 a.m. And then for those who are, you know, maybe work and, you know, after you get the kids fed to back home from school, homework and all that, then another one at 7 p.m. so they can join either one and or both and that way they'll get the notification and whichever one works best for their schedule that day. And, um, and like some people, maybe they haven't had the time, we're going to be going through the book um, How to Thrive as a Pastor's Wife by Christine Hoover and if they haven't had time to get their book in or even read it, they don't you know it's okay. You know, just it's okay to jump in and join that day for fellowship, connection. And um, Kim, who is who, who is it for? You know,
2: who? Um, any lead pastor's wife, no matter the age, uh, no matter how long they've been in ministry—short time, uh, many years—or no matter the size of the church, it's it's for them. For the health of their ministry and home, and we honestly just want to make it easy on yeah. them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kim, I think uh, the uh, something unique about you, and something that, um, you know, I, I think our listeners today would benefit from uh, you. I mean, uh, tell us about your family. Uh, I just uh, your story's great. Tell us uh, about. Uh, you, you've been a school teacher recently. Uh, now you've come on board. I just think it'd be uh, good for uh, our listening audience uh, today to just to really learn who you are, and and it's uh, just really a fascinating story. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: This is Superwoman, by the way. She is.
2: Oh. I have. I'm a superwoman with super scars. I feel like <laughs> so. I'm. I'm really grateful for this opportunity um, because I feel like for for everything that we've done, everything that we've been through, it's my passion to help other women in this role, like come through and not just survive but thrive. <laughs> you know, I think there's more to life than just surviving the ministry or survive surviving life, but. Um, I feel like I've done just about it all. I, I have stayed at home with the kids and been a helpmate in that way. Um, I did go to college when we had three kids and then even expecting a fourth child She's and super and get, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got a teaching degree and, and went to work so that uh, David could, uh, we planted a church and uh, we've even uh, we had four biological kids and then we felt a burden for uh, orphans in the state of Arkansas. And so we fostered for a season. Uh, we adopted two kids and making that six. <laughs> and uh, and now here recently in May uh, of this year, I, I, I switched roles and I resigned as a school teacher. And I am now uh, an admin pastor serving along with my husband.
0: Wow, um, I think you need to write your own book. Well, the, yes, you know? I
2: feel like the Lord has given me that, but I, I have a lot of things on my plate. <laughs>
0: oh, well, I, and I don't want to burden you with something else, but I do believe that you know, I I, I think, wow, you 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 will bring um, you, you will bring to this platform uh, so much because of your experience and, you know, planning church, adopting foster care. I mean, just, uh, now, you know, right there alongside David and really your church is, uh, it wouldn't be in a Metroplex. It's, it's kind of out, but it's a church that's thriving. So, uh, it, 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 it's, it's keeping you real busy. And, you know, we talked about, um, you know, you writing eventually, but, uh, I know, uh, you know, Diana is, um, you know, she's not a, 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 voracious reader. Uh, and I, I think sometimes, maybe the pastor's wife when they're going into this or thinking, uh, man, I, I don't have time for, to put one more thing on my plate, especially if it's, if it's reading. Well, um, so many of them are just now getting this information. This book Zoom is right on, uh, right on our heels here. What if they don't get a chance to read uh, the book before then?
2: Um, I feel like they need to join anyway because there, there's going to be a lot of rich conversation and discussion. Um, just from reading the first few pages or cha- even chapters of the book, I was underlining and cause I felt so connected with this woman when I live a life that if I'm not careful, isolation, being isolated away from people that understand nobody understands what I live with like every day in the church, mm-hmm. you know, even my, my sister who I'm very close to and she attends our church. She's so faithful. And but even she doesn't understand the burden that I carry. So I think, you know, even if they don't get the book or even if they don't have time, I think there's a there's a I don't know, just like an anointed connection mm-hmm. of just yes. hearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Like, I've never told anybody that before. I can't believe they said that. Like, I'm feeling that or I felt like that, you know, at th- this time. I just think it'll be a rich connection.
0: Mm yeah. You know, the thing I think that we also need to make clear is, uh, yeah, the book is uh, a means um, uh, or a resource. Um, but what what you will find in, in these book zooms is and the way I lead mine is uh, I, I'm just not wanting to rehearse what we've what we've read I want to highlight some of those things, and many times our discussion may go in in a, a direction, uh, in another direction. Uh, I want to, I want to, Dorenda. I want to uh, talk to you just a second because, uh, you know, you you also bring to this book Zoom uh, um, a rich background in in ministry. And, and then your children are, are um, the next generation. You, you and Rusty have brought uh, a ministry mindset and, and your children are involved. Um, and I think this is a boy, this is a very tender spot for our um, our pastor's wives. I know that my wife, that Diana is is tenacious about her family. Uh, you don't want to get on her bad side when it comes to the family. And uh, but but all families, uh, they don't see that success with their own uh, children, I guess, success. Um, not all the children choose to to go the ministry route. But um, I, I do think there is something very, very important in helping to lead our families well and a lot of times that that is on um you know the the pastor's uh wife um you know this this is such a a critical area just um help us with that just 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 a little bit
1: well uh i think what you what we call when you describe sister diana in our family, we call it the mama bear syndrome. (laughs) She says all the time that, uh, that I, uh, you kind of see me calm or, you know, laid back. I don't get angry a whole lot, but you mess with my kids. Oh my goodness. And that's the mama bear. (laughs) So, but, uh, yes, we love our families. And I think that's, I, that's what I love about sister Diana. I said that earlier of that she, she guards her family and, uh, and, I believe that that is one of the the ministries and it should be our first ministry to our husbands, to our children, no matter how old they get. And I tell my kids, my kids are all grown. You know, they're all adults. And um, my I have one son and he's almost 30. And I tell him, I was like, you know, Sometimes when I see you, I don't see you as six foot four grown adult. I see you as my little two-year-old toddler, you know, <laughs> still. And uh so regardless, our our role in ministry should be our families first, you know. Right. And
2: I think that's important. And we we need that bond. Yeah. David, uh my husband David calls me the glue. He says, he calls me mama girl. He says, Mama girl, you're the glue. And so, what does that mean for me? Like I've got to keep my he- myself healthy, yes,
1: so that definitely. I can be a
2: good glue and be aware of you know, how each of my kids are doing, like do I see a you know a change in them? I mean, do I need to approach them? Do I need to check on or my husband, you know. Um, and I think a lot of what our goal is with this new uh, opportunity is to make sure that women, have their priorities right because it's really easy to like spin out of control. And you're like, I don't even know what's going on. Right. You're right. You know, because families, it does, it does have to come first. Right.
1: And it, it is, and it's a, it's a delicate balance, mm-hmm. I believe to, to make family a priority. And uh, before we started recording this, Kim was telling me that they have a, a, a centennial celebration coming up at their church. And mm-hmm. I, I believe Most of your children that are still at home are involved in sports. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, that 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 balance of, you know, yes, we have church functions and yes, I have children. You know, how do I balance putting my kids, my husband first before ministry? It's it's tough. And it's something like you said earlier, that only another ministry wife can understand, you know, uh, having that that. Pulse of each one of your children and of the needs of your husband, but then also being there, you know, the two a.m. phone call, you know, with somebody who needs something from the church. It's so, and like I think you said, we have to be healthy ourselves, and that comes from encouragement and a and a um, that sister bond with other. Mm-hmm. Pastors Wives. And
2: that's one of our our goals. I think think this would be a really great opportunity for some uh, pastors wives who, I guess, imagine that the vision in ministry is success, 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 and almost at, you know, whatever cost, you know what I mean? Because that's kingdom business. (laughs) But really it's like, you know, maybe this would be a great opportunity just for us to say, hey, real life, like you got to protect your family. You got to know when to say no. It's right. okay. Yes. You know, you've got to stabilize your family and say no to some things. It's okay to do that. And maybe that would, you know, lift some pressure off and um bring some stabilities to families that that think you gotta just push the accelerator all the way down and just go, 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 give, 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 when really you need to slow down and make sure your family's taken care of so that you can, you know, have longevity in the ministry and be successful, really, you know, Right. You gotta take yeah.
0: yeah, here's, here's, um, you know, um, I, I'm thankful for what I am seeing uh, with the generation that's following me because of the priority to the family uh, with, you know, uh, and protecting that, that is, you know, again, uh a part of our values here is, uh, you know, family first. He created family before he created the church That's
1: right. yes.
0: and, and a relationship with God before he, he uh, created the family. So those are the priorities, but I, I can tell you uh, it's still hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. You just want to go breakneck speed. You, right. you, you, whatever, you know, if, Especially uh, when I was pastoring, uh, man, I you know if somebody said something, uh, they needed something, I, I was out to do it. That same intention intentionality, sad to say, I'm I'm just saying for myself, uh, was not always the priority. Was not always given to my family. I'm sorry about that. Now I can't do anything, but I, but the pressure. I feel like the pressure whether it was spoken or unspoken was was there in, in my early years um, and and for quite some time most I would say a, a large part of my ministry maybe that was internal um, however we've got to give uh, and our, our families that freedom especially you know these these pastors need a wife like like mine that reminds me, Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I should have listened better, but, uh, what I want to do now is, (laughs) is help, uh, this, this next generation, uh, learn from, you know, sadly, you know, my mistakes and I'm still earning. I I just want to, I want to put that out there. I'm still driven. I have to be careful that I don't just, I'm, I'm always focused Grandbabies kind of help you get, get that out. Yes. <laughs> hey, let's, let's look at, uh, at boy, this, this is so important as we've looked at this, the family thing. And I appreciate y'all uh, sharing candidly uh, uh, about that. Um, I don't think sometimes a lead pastor's wife understands the, the influence that they have. Dorinda, could you could you speak to that? And I think even the book uh, touches on that. Could you just share some of that?
1: Yes, this is one of my favorite parts in the book, talking about how uh, the wife of a lead pastor holds a position of influence regardless of her role in ministry. And, you know, there and I think that's something that's so important. Kim and I and uh, we have a couple of other ladies helping us too, Lacey Beers and Jackie Harrell. We, we've met a couple of times and we've talked about how um, every one of us have a unique role or gifting. And some people have are more upfront or in a visible ministry. Some people, uh, some ladies like to be, be quiet and on the sidelines, but that's still a ministry and there's still influence regardless, but it's important to be who God made them to be. We can't, you know, that old, well, and this may be telling the age, but, you know, when I grew up, a pastor's wife had to sing alto and play the piano. You know, that was, that was that. Oh, that man. was that. You, I heard that when I.
2: No, you're right. Because when I was 18 and David was 23, I had a man straight forward, directly, gruffly. Tell me, you can't marry him. And I was like, Oh, and he said, yeah, you don't play the piano. And I was like, I am still marrying this man. And you, know, and, and you know, I ended up not playing the piano, but I ended up playing the bass guitar. So look you know. at you. So <laughs> well, there she
1: can do wow. it. Breaking,
2: breaking that stereotype. So but
1: you know, we hold influence and there was one part um, of the book that just I was highlighting it like crazy and underlining it. And I even read it to to Rusty that uh, in I in my younger years um I I did this. It it talks about trying to make pastor's wife the title, my identity. And uh, and I'm quoting the book. She puts in the book, she said, I had been the very one who had put the ill-fitting mantle on myself. It was outsized and unmanageable because it was not my true God-given identity. Pastor's wife was simply a title, not an identity that defines who I am at the very core of my being. And I, I was, like, oh my goodness, that I could have written that. That was me. I thought it was that was who I was, but that was just a title and a means of a way for me to serve God. But my God given identity is who He says I am. And anyway, that just spoke to me. And I think mm-hmm. parts of this book like that will speak to so many women in ministry, the wives of our lead pastors that it's okay to take that. That's not our identity to take that ill fitting mantle, so to speak off and put on who God says we are. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't reach there.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, one vivid memory of of mine, Diana has certainly served teaching Sunday school and working with kids and uh, all kinds of different, different roles. She, She's mostly gifted with her hands. There's not much she can't do with, uh, you know, she, she just does a lot with her hands and that and she that's,
1: they like nobody's business. Oh my goodness. That's
0: <laughs> but I remember being interviewed at Russellville uh, about 17 years ago. And, and here's the question as you know uh, from, from the board as they look to her and, and I'm a protector. So uh, sometimes to a fault. Um, but, uh, they asked her, so now exactly what is your role? And I could feel my inside, you know, just, okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the pastor and, uh, here, I mean, this is, this is her. She said, I'll tell you what my role is. My role is to take care of this man right here. So he can take care of you. Right. And, uh, You know, and I think, again, you talk about now it's taken years to get to that point. But but again, who are you? Get comfortable in your skin. Right.
1: Uh,
0: And uh, at that point, I mean, we've been in ministry for a lot of years. But uh, I mean, that's 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 her. And I think it and let's let's don't uh, box people in. you You know, Kim just learned. (laughs) I learned something else about you. You play the bass. My goodness. (laughs) It's going on here. But, you know, being a pastor's wife's unique. Uh, We've already talked about it being a lonely place um, of service. Um, And, and, you know, this, what we're trying to do is, um, is build community. Build great connections. Uh, Again, just just a bit of of uh, maybe uh, clarity or disclosure—that's a better word—is a lot of times back in the day, it was it was more about competition. It was about connecting,
2: Mm, right? And
0: and boy, this is (laughs) this is such a better, so much of a better. Uh, situation. Uh, how do you think? Um, can you? How, how's this connection? How's it gonna? How's it gonna develop this this healthy community?
2: Um. Well, we can see that we're not alone. I mean. The, I really felt that the the competition thing and I really think, I hope that's just a thing of the past <laughs> because like I said, there's more to this life and ministry than just surviving. I think, I mean, I don't want to just survive through life. I want, I want to thrive. I yes, want to, I want to, yes. I want to, like I just feel such strength just from Dorinda sending me, just being in connection with her and I've went many years being so engrossed in the work that God had called my husband and I, my family to do. And then you just, I mean, shovels, you know, wheelbarrows, you just like dig in, you know, and whatever it takes without connection. And, you know, David and I had both individually and as a couple found that just, we had worked ourselves to the bone and we would like, no influence to help us to even say, Hey, you know, we were even like hiding it because it was like almost shameful, you know, because you gotta be strong and you gotta, you know, like suck it up and, you know, pull from even deeper. And I just, uh, you know, even just being in connection with Dorinda and some of the other ladies that I've, um, I know like Lindsay Andrews, you know, they bring such a, a, a life, to a weary soul, you know, like, I don't know, just inspiring and hope. And that's honestly what, you know, the state needs is just to keep rebirthing life and hope in each other and kind of redirecting or reflecting on what's going on with you as an individual and kind of redirecting that towards hope and deliverance and, and to a place of thriving.
1: That's good. That's
0: so true. Yeah yeah that that so um h- how is uh, here here's some some clarity uh, you know 40% now of of our ministers are are uh, are women uh well wow. what we need to be what we need to clarify here and we're grateful for for that and and the role of women and, and ministry and, and all that. I'm, I'm grateful, but this is really something more, uh, distinct, more, uh, focused than just the ministry side of it. There are, um, you know, there are certainly ministries, uh, that are being developed in the district for the, you know, the woman, the women in ministry, so this this is unique, and and this is focused on pastors' wives because all of them are are not credentialed or yeah. uh, or don't you know some don't serve in ministry role they work in 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 the secular area. But how will this book discussion uh, help them to be? And I, I hate to really even say better pastors' wives, but m- maybe more more effective as a pastor's wife let's 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 unpackage that first for for just just a moment
1: well i i think like what kim was saying just a second ago that you know we're we're together you know we're in this together we we are we get that support from each other and regardless of the you know what role a lead pastor's wife plays in the church that there's a camaraderie. There is a, mm-hmm. a building a community. Seeing, you know, if if somebody's honest and open in a discussion and, you know, like, you know, I'm just going through a rough time simply because somebody in our church, you know, da 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 da, da this, and then, you know, it's gonna strike a chord with somebody, you know, I've been there, you know, I I've I've gone through that or I, you know, so Just we are better when we realize that we're not alone, that or maybe someone has faced something that uh, I'm I'm going through and they can, you know, if somebody can tell me how to avoid the pitfalls, I'm going to listen to them. them. You know, I I, want to learn from their pain. So. You know, I'm a wimp. I don't want to go through the pain myself. You know, I know we grow and we learn through that. But if, if there's wisdom somebody else can give me, Absolutely. I want that, you Absolutely. know. Mm-hmm. And there may be things I've gone through that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, honey, you know, yeah. let, let me tell you, this is, you know, don't do this or do that or whatever. But, you know, everybody's situation unique. But I, I think it just helps us. That that sense of community is... I. If I've said that once, I'll probably say it a thousand times. Building community together, and we're in this together, and have somebody to pray with us, and a friendship, and uh, you know that makes me
2: better. Just yeah, I, I mean I see like a lead pastor's role, and we've already said no matter what that looks like, I, I see it all on the same like level. Right. Yeah. It's That's all good. on the same level. No matter if your role is to serve your husband and to keep him healthy. I mean sometimes that's I mean that's my first role is to make sure like David's really overwhelmed, you know, got a whole lot on his plate. And so I gotta slap myself around and say, All right, get in the game and and be sweet <laughs> because that is helpful to him, you know, and, and say, hey, you know, give him affirmation and you know what I mean? So it I think it's 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 all equal, you know, roles and the goal is to make your home and make your husband make it all work in, in unity and in health. So Yes.
1: Well, uh, and well, there's something yeah. in the book that said something about uh the Bible is silent on the 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 role of a pastor's wife. There's no like list of qualifications or whatever. And I um I wrote it down somewhere and I can't find it, but that's so important because Every situation and every every lady's role is unique, and her ministry is unique, and so it, it gives us a, a a way to
2: to use our God given gifts in the ministry that God's called us to find freedom in that and be confident in it and, yes. and go with it. You yes. know, and don't feel less than. Right, right. That regard, you know, whether
1: like uh, some some women speak. Uh, you know from the pulpit some women do not want to do that some women are involved in uh, um, music ministry but like I love what you said it's 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 equal mm-hmm. when you're fulfilling the role and the assignment that God has given you regardless of what that assignment looks like then that is just as important yes as speaking to a crowd of thousands mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's what God's called you to do, and that's what we're expected to be
0: faithful in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, this is this has been so so good. Uh, thank thank both of you for for coming and being a part of the podcast today. Any any closing remarks? I, I want you also in as we wrap this thing up this morning to uh, uh, just to tell them this is. This is a a, a monthly book zoom um, and uh, any, any, any closing thoughts that you, either of you want to share?
1: Well, I would, I would, my schedule, I would say uh, there's a, there's a link um, out there and I don't know exactly, I think it's on the district website to to sign up and there's for the morning or the evening. My schedule, I would sign up for both, and that way you get the notifications for both. And you know, because maybe somebody has a soccer game in the afternoon, but you'd planned on being in the in the morning one, but then you can't that morning, so you'd sign up for that night. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, that way you get the notica- notifications for both, and you can join that Zoom.
0: Well, yeah, it's a flexibility there,
2: right? Yeah, and and I think the what I would like to end with as far as for me, and this is something that I try to keep in mind whenever I'm doing anything in our church is just to kind of send a signal out to the ones that, that tend yes. to doubt that this is for them or you you've, you know, my schedule's so full, I don't really need one more thing. And so you talk yourself out of it very quickly. I, w- I would just be careful about that, especially people that are kind of introverted. <laughs> um, To help us build this community, because um, if we talk ourselves out of it, then we we could talk ourselves out of something uh, that could really be a blessing and a source of life and encouragement. That's good. That's true.
0: Good. Uh, Dorinda and Kim, thanks so much. Just a reminder to those uh, who are listening: September thirteenth, there are two times that you can. Uh, Be a part of the book Zoom. We encourage you to do that. Let's build. Let's build this community, and just appreciate uh, all who will be listening to uh, this L two fifty two book Zoom. God bless each of you, you. and look forward to seeing what the Lord does in this great platform. This ministry. Amen. All right. God bless you.
2: Thank you.